0: And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne. And yes, we are back here on the Box Office Report Show. Thank you guys for being so patient with us for this show. I appreciate all the messages. But We are back here for the Box Office Report Show. As always, I did not come alone. We have a new box office host. That's where we had a big blowing out. Myself and Larry. That's why there was no box this show. So our new host is Larry. Hey, <laughs>
1: hey, we still here, y'all.
0: Ain't <laughs> shit happened. Nothing happened, everyone. It's just my Sundays have just been awful these past couple of past couple of weeks. I think Larry, like something has been going on with Larry every single mess. week. What?
1: I said my whole life is just Yeah,
0: like every single week it's like Larry's car, Larry's leg, Larry's something. It's just always something's always going down. So we're back here today. Myself and Larry, of course. That's the only person I will do this show with. Larry, how are you? How you doing?
1: Uh, you know, we're trucking. We're still we're still live. I ain't got a car, but I still I hop my little ass on the he damn public the transit <laughs>
0: yeah. and
1: said, let me go ahead and see this damn movie because everybody just going ham. So I got to see it when this weekend. Yes, oh, man. I really want to. I don't have a car. So. I'll be on that damn transit for the woman king, too
0: oh yeah next weekend is uh we have pearl and the woman king yes, next pearl. week so i'm gonna try to do a double feature next weekend you hype um, for the, the woman king i am i love that trailer oh it's so that good. trailer is so good <laughs> man and they they showed that shit before barbarian i was say ooh. Um, that trailer looks yeah i'm excited and we and had pearl, some I'm good um mind. good responses from tiff yeah, already for yeah. that So, I don't know. I
1: feel like all these damn responses from Tiff have just been so positive. I'm like, I don't know. I'm getting a little bit of festival vibes. That festival (laughs) high. Yeah,
0: it's still a bad
1: thing. yet. there's Mm -hmm. not been a flop amongst them. Okay.
0: This whole thing of like knives out, uh, two is better than one. I was like, "Mm, what (laughs) y'all (laughs) doing? That one got me a little. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, that one got me a little like, is mm, it I saw
1: Josie telling the folks that they need to pump the brakes. She said, I call shenanigans. This little animated movie looks good, but it, mm, it Which one? Runner. Uh, that Wendell movie coming up.
0: Oh, okay. So I was just
1: like, damn, Josie. She jumped yeah. up and said, no 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 hold on.
0: I had to miss out on TIFF this year. I had the full accreditations and everything, but I had to miss out because- It's just way it was way too close to Comic Con, and I I was like out the ass with money regarding Comic Con, so I couldn't do Toronto. I couldn't do like two things back to back. But I definitely want to go to TIFF. Never done TIFF before, but it's just festivals are are overwhelming, man. Like Sundance, when I went, it's like they are overwhelming. It's easy to do like a con, you know, and stuff like. But festivals is like you know the whole ticket things, and I heard the ticket shit this year was awful. (laughs) <laughs> so it's just all that is like so overwhelming and then yeah, so um all right, so we are gonna get into the weekend box office, everyone. This is a little bit of a special show. It's our return of the box office show. Um the stuff that that's pretty different now is we have uh we're gonna just discuss the summer so far. You know, what's over? some would you say summer's over for the most part?
1: Yeah. It's okay. over. The summer well, season in Hollywood is over. It definitely like over.
0: August. So we're gonna we're gonna recap the goods and the bad from this summer season regarding movies. Um we're gonna do the top five real quick. We're gonna just get into some stuff coming up that we can get into. And uh, just kind of have a discussion on what's been going on this August. That's that's one of the other reasons why we haven't done the show so, in so long is because this August was awful. Like, I don't know what was going on. Yeah. But um, I didn't think it was going to be this bad, but it's been bad this August uh, month, you know. So I want to get started here. Let's uh, start with our top five of the weekend. If you want to follow along, we are looking at the weekend of September 9th and uh tomorrow's our birthday period um we had the opening release for barbarian brahmastras part one um medieval and like life mark i don't know dude so so let's get into the top five larry what came in at number one
1: so topping the box office was the latest horror film from 20th Century Studios with Barbarian, which overperformed, bringing in a nice little $10 million opening weekend off of a budget that was reported to be under $5 million. Barbarian has seen no real international rollout yet. Um, so it's only made five hundred thousand at the international markets for a ten point five million dollar worldwide gross to date. Of note, it does have a really strong ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, though the Cinema Score was a, only a C plus. But it's horror. I feel like that is not uncommon in the modern-day horror genre, especially when the film turns out to be as wild as this one. I think we Mm -hmm. would have seen something similar, at least with Malignant, if it had gotten like a good theater run. It's kind of reminiscent of that film in in a lot of ways and how batshit crazy it goes in the third act.
0: Oh, (laughs) my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Barbarian.
1: Um, It's fun to see an original concept, uh, small horror film, break out and be the first Film to get a double-digit uh, number in three weeks. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a movie make ten million dollars or more in three weeks, y'all.
0: I yeah, which is nuts. Like this, uh, this this month has been really, really crazy. But um,
1: last week we saw Top Gun and Spider Man battling again.
0: Like, what's That's going on, Spider Man? Like, <laughs> no Way Home. You know, yeah. so uh, Barbarian. Oh, man, that movie is nuts like it's absolutely nuts um i really i really wanted to give it a five star but like something just like the way it kind of wraps up i just couldn't get to a five star um i really wanted it to because i love i was loving the first like half a lot like a lot a lot a lot and then yeah
1: and happens. i have to give it up because i don't know the last time i've seen trailers that Oh absolutely don't give away anything for once. Um they pretty much everything you see in the trailer is from like the first one third of the film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's for the first like fifteen minutes. And then
1: like...
0: and if and if you're like a casual going into the movie, you'd think that it's oh, okay, it means this, uh, whatever, you know, okay, alright. You know, you think you're gonna know what's going on and it does a complete one eighty. So yeah, it's this year's bonkers movie, but I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. I really want to watch it again. It's gotta to be tough because we have now we finally have movies releasing soon. So um yeah, this month seems like a lot of fun regarding the releases, so um, I don't know when I'm gonna watch it again, but we'll see what happens. But uh yeah, so I was I was expecting this number though for Barbarian. Um I I would have loved A little bit more here like a at least like a 15 or even like 20 would have been really cool but um it wasn't even in that much theaters it was only in about 2300 theaters um but i would have loved a bigger opening for it but i I didn't really see a lot of tv marketing for the movie or just marketing in general. I I, I feel like I've
1: only seen that trailer once or twice yeah. even yeah. in the movies, like before other films or anything. I I saw it for the first time cuz I don't think I watched it at at home ever. Mm. And I think what was the what was the horror film? The last horror film that came out before this.
0: The last one, The Invitation, I believe.
1: Invitation. I think it was in front of The Invitation that I saw the trailer yeah. for the first time. It was like, "Oh, what is this?" Wow. I think I saw
0: the trailer the first time when I went to go see Beast. It showed before Beast. Yeah, it's like so they um,
1: did not really advertise it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, but I think this I think I think this is a solid number. This is like this is the horror the not like the original horror number. It's like 10 million, you know. It feels Tops. like there's a it feels like there's a cap for these kind of horror flicks. I guess the last the last phone did a pretty, really good, a really good oh, number. The black phone, yeah. The black phone, the black phone. What did I say, and the last And that's held
1: phone? on really well. Well, mm-hmm. that's why I'm scared for Pearl. Well, uh, I don't know about Pearl. Because yeah. X opened to, what, $4 million?
0: <laughs> Yeah, X. And I thought X was going to do a lot better than what it did. Um,
1: and Pearl, Luckily, what
0: helps it is that A24 doesn't put a lot of money behind these anyway. Yeah. So it's like, you know.
1: And that's what helps this too. It didn't even cost five million to make, and it's already doubled that so yeah x is um pretty
0: x is uh x came out it's it's finished the top the box office with fourteen million worldwide oh jeez.
1: That's what I'm saying, and I mean they had already made the prequel, so there's nothing you can really do. But yeah,
0: because they put it at the tag, they put it at the tag of like the post credit. If you, if anybody stayed for it, and
1: that's another know. one. I mean, I know they premiered it at was it TIFF too, or where did they premiere it? Venice.
0: Which one, Pearl? Um, yeah, I think Pearl was Venice.
1: Venice. So they premiered it there. I heard again strong buzz, mm-hmm. but I, I haven't really seen marketing for it at all. Yeah. So have uh, yeah the, I don't
0: know. the only the only piece of like the only kind of realism that I've had so far when it comes to pearl and see it seeing the gauge of like people on the outside was um yesterday I went to Best Buy to pick up something and the and the woman who was there um one of the movies I was picking up was X and she was like oh um my friends and I saw this it was really good and it was really scary and I was like yeah, I wanted to watch it before the prequel comes out. She's like, "Yeah, I I'm, I'm going to go see that. I'm so excited." So, I was like, "Okay, maybe it's reaching to some people." But she's probably though? a Huh?
1: And what did you buy though? I bought X. What else?
0: What you mean, what else? That's it? No, I bought Well, I got X and then I got a figure for Halloween. The Ghostface oh. Ghostface figure for Halloween. And then I got Fright Night, you know, you know that you've seen that oh. one, right? 2011. Yeah. Frightening. Okay,
1: so. look, Dwayne is getting all up in the spooky time. I'm trying.
0: It's September. It's that time. <laughs> Everyone, my mom is like, "Oh, it's still early." I'm like, what you mean? It's still September. <laughs> September hits. It's spooky season for me. she's yeah. What's wrong with y'all? But
1: yes, uh we'll see. So yeah, we'll see with Pearl. But mm-hmm. I think this is a-, a solid number. uh That's been one of our ongoing commentaries. It's just how mm-hmm. original horror has really struggled. since the pandemic started even more so um so the black phone was basically the one like breakout hit and then you know 10 million is about as much as you can ask for
0: i'm gonna be very interested because you know since the pandemic has been a thing you know horror has been really tough so i'm very interested to see how this october is when it comes to the horror movies i think we only have one though what do we have Halloween, Halloween ends, ends and that's it, and that's gonna be on Peacock. Damn,
1: Biggest. that's gonna be on Peacock. Yeah, so I don't know. That I'm a sucker. I I'm hyped, even though I'm hearing all kind of mess. I'm like, look, Larry. The people Isen. are out here talking about. I'm gonna need to know how a uh, this man can lift <laughs> up that. firefighters, but he's struggling to take down <laughs> yeah. a sixty year old. I know exactly.
0: I know the exact tweet you're talking about. That's on, so funny. If
1: y'all don't shut the hell up, it's true though. No, it what? ain't true. He's sixty something. you mean? Year, his his damn self. <laughs>
0: Lori. Laurie's like damn near what seventy.
1: They got his ass out that damn place. He was looking old, and then they retconned their own <laughs> self in the last movie, and we're like, just kidding. He still is like invincible. We could shoot him in the <laughs> oh, head, blank, kills he's was still so gonna far, pop back oh, up. Like what? Uh, oh, and don't. y'all
0: want realism? Come on now. <laughs> don't this remind me of that. This crazy ass damn, man.
1: man.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm very interested <laughs> to see how October does when it comes to like, horror. Because all we have right now, I mean, we have Terrifier 2 on the 6th, but like, no, the fuck? That's um, do that. maybe then, one meal. Yeah, <laughs> then we have Halloween Ends on the 14th and Black Adam. That's, I am so sick of this lack of ho- horror movies in, like, why not put Pearl in October?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Really, really confusing to me. All right, let's go to number two. What do we got?
1: So number two uh, is the latest Bollywood movie to make its mark in the U.S. Mm -hmm. We have Brahmastra Part 1, Shiva, which opened to $4.4 million in only 810 theaters. So it actually had a better per theater average than Barbarian did, Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of opening to less than half of that film. But we've said this one before as well. These Bollywood movies, they just they have their audience, and they come out here in the states too. But so far, worldwide, it has made twenty three point nine million dollars for this superhero esque fantasy Bollywood film.
0: Um. Okay. So we'll we'll see how that goes. I feel like it's one of these movies. Um. What's interesting about this, a couple of things that I've noticed on this chart. First is that it was only in 800 800 theaters and to, to do 4 million, that's really good. Yeah. Um about a about a per theater a, per theater average of $5,000. It's not not bad at all. Um and then it said but it says Walt Disney Studios. And so, I, I didn't even yeah. know. I was like, "What?"
1: So I guess uh, the, the production company is Star Studios, but that's a, literally directly owned by Disney. So they just kind of handle the U.S. Oh, distribution.
0: Okay. okay, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah,
1: um, uh, yeah. Well, it's, but I will say it is one of India's most expensive films to date. It costs $51 million to make. Oh, my God. So, uh, it's, go- it's gonna need those those numbers
0: <laughs> <laughs> as much as they hey, I think four million is still really solid for the U- a U.S. number, you know. So, oh,
1: yeah, I wish I could get more into Bollywood.
0: Um, Yo, yeah, I me know, too. I know uh,
1: Twitter will crucify me, I know it's on Netflix. I still haven't watched RRR,
0: yeah, neither have I. Oop. The only Oop. thing about it is just that run- I can't do the runtime, oh, I can't. So it's three hours.
1: I'm sorry, y'all. I know y'all get tired of it. And <laughs> and y'all are always yelling at people about the run times and get over the long run. It's it's just like a mindset to sit down knowing you're going to have three plus hours. I oh, don't know. It's hard to get over that initial mindset.
0: <laughs> yeah. it's
1: A theater is a little bit better for me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. At home, if you are asking me to do that, I don't know. I'm not a binge you know, and Y'all can't even uh, use that TV mess because I don't binge watch. I like. Legal. I don't
0: need. I I I hate seeing that argument so much because a lot of people are like, "Oh, if you can sit through six episodes of a stream, you can do a a four hour movie." And I'm like, Dude, who, "Who who told you I sit through, through six hours?" <laughs> if a new show comes out on Friday, say Stranger Things, I'll finish it on like by like Sunday. You know what I mean? I, that's it. Or or the latest Saturday night, nobody sits solidly for like seven hours to watch something. People take breaks, they go to the bathroom, take a shower, laundry, leave, grocery store, come back and finish. Like that that <laughs> argument is so weird to me of like I see that all the time, and I'm like, dude, you know, you know the Zack Snyder's Justice League. You know, I started it like like two, three weeks ago. And part two is like the second half of the movie, and I still haven't touched part two. I don't know what happened. I just like I was watching it, I having a good time, but then I was like, "Damn, this is a whole other half." <laughs> fuck that like, that's why it fuck. took me
1: like i wasn't really excited maybe if i was like super hyped out of my yeah. mind i would have watched it immediately it took me the whole damn year i finally watched that thing in like <laughs> december because i was like you tell me it's over four hours
0: i remember oh, you were like boycotting God. the run time for that movie.
1: I, I could not and i am <laughs> telling you you know i you know i've got more back into tv a little bit but not like this like, I'm watching things like the Marvel shows that are weekly. Mm-hmm. The House of Dragon is weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lord of the Rings show, weekly. Like, everything. I commit one hour a week to these things. I can't. I, I can't. I can't sit there and binge for, watch a show like to, that. I for can't. me to,
0: For me to, like, usually my time frame between, like, work and all that type of stuff, it takes me about a week to, to binge an entire season of a show. Maybe I'm, just and about a week.
1: Doing, I don't know. I'm always like baffled. I'm not one who can just like pause a movie and go do stuff and come back. I hate doing mm-hmm. it. I hate it. Yeah. So I like, see, when I sit down for a movie, my intention is I'm sitting down to watch the whole film, like not have breaks, a TV show, not so much. So even if they have 10 episodes and they're all on Netflix right now, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm thinking, okay, one hour, two maybe, episodes, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah two like... episodes and then I'll come back to it. Movies, I don't like to do that personally, But I so have not to.
0: I still haven't even watched Drive My Car. So I heard that shit was like four. How long is that shit? Oh, like, it's over three hours. Like, I was like, fuck. That no, Drive one. My Car is two fifty nine. <laughs> what the fuck? Everyone why? was like
1: going Ham. And I literally, that was the last Best Picture nominee I watched. I put it off until the very last minute I could to do my ranking, because I just couldn't. I was like, oh my gosh. I can't. I don't know. So, yeah, I'm I had, sorry, yeah, y'all. I, I That's a, a big deadline. problem with Bollywood. Their movies are long, all of them. including well, how long that is this R-R-R.
0: How long is this one, then?
1: I mean, I bet you it's long. Alright, we right, we're just I'll going. be shook if it's short. Let me... right, Two hours and 47 minutes. Oof. See that's what I'm talking about. These Bollywood <laughs> are long.
0: Fuck, I feel bad too. All right, let's just go to number three. All number right, three, let's go number three. <laughs> now that we've
1: been on our little tangent, <laughs> all right, number three we have Bullet Train, which brought in an additional 3.25 million, bringing its cum in the domestic box office up to 92.5 million. And its worldwide total currently sitting at two hundred and eleven point eight million dollars to date.
0: Um, this is all right,
1: a forty three percent drop from last weekend.
0: Bullet train. I'm glad to see that it's still doing okay. You know, ninety two percent, ninety two million domestically is like really solid. So, um, I think Sony like they have something when they don't do their like Marvel shit. You know what I mean? Like when they don't do their like Spider Man ripoff movies, like they have really good track records when it comes to the box office. So just do more of that. You know what I'm saying? Like stop doing the because uh, you know I bet what was that movie? Um, that they did. Uh, what's the the Mitchells? Mitchells and the Mitchells versus oh, the Machines yeah. that didn't get a theater release, but I bet you would have done really well in like a in like a November family, you know, like a family kind of. Uh, month like you know i think that would that yeah. would have done really well and that movie was obviously like critically acclaimed and that was them and i just wish they still they'd stick to these and stop trying to do the Morbiuses and the god my mom told me she watched morbius she was like i was like why it's <laughs> on netflix right now she was like it's not good and i was like i know <laughs> Like, fuck. i tried to tell you mom i tried to tell you that why didn't you listen so
1: yeah, yeah, so it's made, good to
0: see Bullet Train do well. Because I had a yeah, good time with Bullet Train.
1: It costs about 90 mil, and it's over doubled that worldwide. It's over 200 million worldwide. That's yeah, great. Which is a good, really good total. And, I don't know, it just keeps kind of trekking. And I hope it is able to kind of cross over that line and get the Get that hundred mil, but we'll we'll see how it does. But yeah, you're right. I mean, Sony has these sleeper hits because mm-hmm. another movie nobody's really talked about on a large scale. It's further down on the list, but where the Croods sing is one from Sony that has made eighty seven million domestic and one hundred twenty two million worldwide, and that only cost twenty four million to make. Um, yeah,
0: that's crazy. So that's
1: another like sleeper hit that's just kind of done well with its target audience, keeps on trucking along. So, and then of course, Spider-Man re-release uh, with oh Sony here in the top ten.
0: <laughs> uncharted did really well this it's year uncharted. too. It's just like
1: yeah. So, I mean, so, so Sony is low-key having a solid year. Even the invitation. How much did the invitation cost to make? It couldn't have been.
0: Well, oh, that's them. I didn't even know that was them.
1: I'm oh like, Lord, this invitation probably cost ten dollars.
0: Um, <laughs> I still haven't seen that either. Oop. Yeah. Ah. Uh oh I was like, like No
1: way this costs one million, hold on. (laughs) Uh budget ten million. Okay. So, you know, that one's trucking along. It's at eighteen million, just outside the top five, Mm -hmm. and then worldwide, what is that one saying at? Uh twenty five million. So it's another one. So they just have these little sleeper hits that don't do huge numbers but do well enough. And yeah. I mean, they're having a pretty solid year actually.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think. Uh, I. Th- I God think it's. Thank God. That's what I'm saying. Just stick to that stuff. Stop doing your other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And we'll call it a day. Um. All right. Number four. So at number four is Top
1: Gun Maverick, which was actually number one yet again last weekend. It brought in an additional $3.17 million, which was a 47% drop in its 16th week of release that brings the top gun sequel up to 705.6 million dollars domestic and 1.45 million dollars worldwide
0: um yeah top top gun dude i don't know what's going on with this this damn movie um <laughs> we're going to get into our biggest our biggest like summer stories and this is definitely up there as one of the biggest shockers of the year of just the the sheer amount of money that it's made like looking at this 705 million dollars for top gun uh that's just that's just insane to me so we'll get more into that in a little in a little bit but uh with that let's go to number five
1: all right rounding out our top five is dc league of super pets which brought in 2.8 million dollars in its seventh weekend of release which is 43.7% uh, percent down from last weekend. That brings the latest DC animated flick up to 85.4 million domestic and 168 million worldwide.
0: Um, yeah. The
1: I Rock, don't know. Kevin I, feel,
0: I, I feel like this movie was supposed to, well, I feel like they expected this movie to do a lot better than what it did. Because we didn't get a chance to talk about it when it came out, and it released, and it was like, what, 20-something million? Yeah, 23. Yeah, so, mm. great. We'll see what happens with Black Adam with The Rock, because, Ooh, I know
1: I know Dwayne ain't gonna admit it, but he is secretly hoping for the downfall of Black Adam.
0: I, oh, man, I'm not hoping for it. I just... This this guy is walking around like this is about to be the biggest movie. And the trailer key, all these new trailers keep showing the same things. I just... Do you watch that last trailer, the new trailer they just released? No. It's just the same shots, the same scenes. Uh, oh, man. I don't Ooh,
1: know. Lord. I don't
0: know. What's well, then we trailer? have these
1: other new releases. Life Mark, which is a uh, faith-based is film. Uh, released to fathom events, which is actually kind of mm-hmm. odd, um, but that made two point two million. Oh, and then this medieval uh, starring Ben Foster, which is a dead-on arrival, made eight hundred and ten thousand dollars this weekend. Released from Avenue Pictures Productions.
0: Bad okay. <laughs> well then. Yeah, I saw the I saw that trailer online, and I was like, okay, cool, you know. Uh, medieval, I would. It's definitely brand new. I would never heard about it before coming yeah. into you know, going into the weekend and stuff. So,
1: you know, cool. um, I know that. I mean, it's a tiny little company, but you just see all this. I mean, we still got minions in the top 10. We talked about yeah. Spider Man after that re release. We still got Thor, Love, and Thunder what did Spider-Man do here? this
0: week 1 million. Wow, like got a 75% drop, obviously, but you know.
1: Yeah. Um you didn't go see the, the little re release, huh?
0: No. what what the fuck? Why? <laughs> for what you saw? What what was different? Nothing?
1: Nah, not not like... Uh, it doesn't really add much. I mean, and then one of the scenes was a little reminiscent of Endgame. Like they have mm-hmm. this section where homegirl Betty or whatever is interviewing the folks, her little classmates and stuff. Mm-hmm. She has a lot more. I was like, damn girl, you must have walked into No Yo, Way yeah, Home and was, was shook because was they cut that. all
0: your scenes. She, <laughs> she got, her character got obliterated with No Way Home because Far From Home, she was all over it. And then she had I wouldn't even call it a scene. She was just doing the news in the, the theater release of No Way Home and that was it. I was like, yeesh. <laughs>
1: that she filmed a lot more because they put it all back in for this extra fun version or whatever she's in mm-hmm. it a lot more i was like damn yeah. girl they cut all your mess up out of here
0: yeah she got it got obliterated i was like okay you know I
1: um was- the best part was andrew garfield telling toby mcguire he wanted to see his holes
0: what <laughs> <laughs> was oh my god
1: no, there's no way. <laughs> Hollered in the movie theater. I wasn't prepared for that moment. Uh, Matt Murdock got one little extra scene, like maybe one minute extra.
0: <laughs> he did. What? What was that? Was it like?
1: Uh, he was with uh, what's his name, Homie? Um, Happy. Happy. He Doing was like sitting defending him. Um, <laughs> with the Stark technology, they were having like a little consultation with the the prosecution. Um. So, yeah
0: Alright, well <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah, and then the rest was All just the same But me and Leo, we went and saw In mm-hmm. 4DX So we were, you know, juking Around in that like little
0: <laughs> Oh, right, right, right that, Like,
1: right. you know, movie theaters that Sprays you with water and The seats move and what all that <laughs>
0: I cannot do that. I that's probably too. I mean, much. you got
1: vertigo.
0: <laughs> I got my vertigo ass, man. I remember when you I saw be falling last, out the chair. I saw last night in Soho and Adobe uh, and like I had a headache for like a day because that damn soundtrack was but so loud. But he lived through
1: fall, y'all. He made it.
0: I did. It was fine. It was. It, it wasn't was,
1: the. F- they were hyping him out too <laughs> on Twitter. They're like, nah. It yeah, got me vertigo. It, it
0: it it wasn't like. Like, how do I say? Like, it wasn't like it was widescreen. Thank God. Because it was like a. Because you know, you know what was what almost gave me a little bit of vertigo was uh, Top Gun Maverick. Oh. I saw an IMAX. So they had the whole screen full and they were just spinning. And I was like, oh <laughs> my God. My. My fucking head is hurting, bro. I can't.
1: I need it to gotta, see that little fall. It's all the way down at number twenty-two now. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah ah, I've pre- heard pretty much good stuff. Like uh, you know, not like it's amazing, best of the year. Or nothing, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. A good little film. So I do want to check it out.
0: I like this. It. Um, it's all right. Wasn't.
1: Oh, look at my little Gigi and Nate. I don't know what's going on here, but uh, all
0: right, let's uh let's go into this summer as a whole. So. Um, our last show was actually right before Thor: Love and Thunder, so we didn't get a chance to talk about Thor: Love and Thunder's box office. But it did, it did, it did good. Did mm-hmm. did pretty good. Just the movie. I'm still like a little eh, on the movie, but the box office. I think it passed Ragnarok, didn't it?
1: Domestic, it passed Ragnarok. Worldwide, it mm-hmm. didn't, but. It also it did in all the countries it released. It just didn't get that Chinese release like Ragnarok did. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's behind it there, but otherwise, I think it probably would have just based on all of the territories they both mm-hmm. released in. Love and Thunder did make more money.
0: So one of the big stories this year, well, I mean this uh, this summer was definitely the August kind of slump, like if you compare this is actually a look at this com- comparison i'm currently on i'm currently on the uh box office mojo august box office yearly like to date right mm-hmm. so year to date um in 2021 which was like we were just kind of getting we were we went out of the pandemic but we were still kind of vaccines were, you know, they were out, but they, you know, we were still very fresh in the pandemic and compare that to this month. That month did 417 million in 2021, August. And then this month it did 466. So not even that much compared to last year's, like, you know, really rough time. So that is a very interesting number. But then if you go down this list, let's let's not talk about 2020, because obviously, you know, all we have is 32 million in 2020, which is (laughs) insane, insane. Go back to 2019, eight hundred and thirty seven million dollars box office for August. Go to 2016, a one point zero one nine billion dollar box office for 2016 um crazy so i think this month was definitely rough there wasn't a lot coming out it was just every week it, it it felt like we were back in pandemic like early pandemic times where one movie was doing like five million another one was doing four and then three you know um so the 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 month in itself was definitely very rough um the biggest winner of this month uh, was Bullet Train, so that's cool. You know, Bullet Train yeah. overall this month, $80 million this month. Of course, Top Gun, Maverick at number three with $42 million. Um, And then, yeah, so let's just get into this month as a whole. Like, what do you think really happened here Um, when it came to August? Just like the lack, well, you think it's just the lack of releases or it's just like people, they want to see the big, the big, big, big stuff. And I feel like they we didn't have that this month.
1: Yeah, I think part of it is the studios. I don't, like, throughout July, we were having three big releases a weekend. You know, we were having, it was like madness for a few weeks. I was like, damn, I can't keep up (laughs) with all these new releases right now. And it's like, oh, I just wish some of those studios had plucked a title or two out of July and June and put them in August um, to give us all a little bit of breathing room in general and to help, like, boost in this August release schedule. Because it's just like, what in the world? They left this for a barren wasteland, to be honest. (laughs) Um, I think Mm -hmm. think that's the major thing. It's just really... It was scarce pickings. I mean, I looked at it. I, I posted this on Twitter. I got excited. You know, we a lot of us were excited. National Cinema Day came up in August. Mm-hmm. And it was a way to get people back in the movies for one. And two, uh, to kind of boost in a, a typically slow weekend, Labor Day. A lot yeah. of people don't go to the movies on Labor Day weekend because, you know, they're barbecuing or going camping one last time or whatever. And I got excited and then I was looking and I was like, what the hell am I going to tell people to watch? Like, they're like, <laughs> oh, that's great. But what are we going to watch? And it's like, whoop. Um.
0: That was that was the thing. I went to go see Fall, but that was it. Like that, it wasn't a it wasn't a lot. And I was like, damn, man, y'all could have done this in like, I mean, like a day in at least September or something, you know?
1: yeah because i mean even the girls we were talking about when me and leo went because we went and saw spider-man mm-hmm. uh during that weekend because you know them tickets are like 20 some dollars usually for that damn four dx and uh-huh. we're like oh yeah. we can get it for three hey, okay that's how we'll see <laughs> spider-man <laughs> um but these girls in front of us they were like yeah i mean we already seen spider-man a million times we already seen top gun a million times like so they were literally at the thing trying to figure out what to watch because they were uh, clearly they were movie fans. Like, they like going to the movies. But mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, it was packed in that theater, so people must have found something to watch. But I don't know. I just, I really wonder why. I know August is generally a, a slower month. Like, they don't usually release a ton of big movies in August. Yeah. But why they just were so scared to release anything. Like, it was bullet train, and then the month just died. Like they gave up on the whole rest of the month.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have no, I, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I agree But like, it was much more like studios and why nothing was releasing was kind of crazy. Cause literally it was like a really, really lackluster month. I think bullet train came out and then after bullet train, it was like these soft movies coming out, like the invitation. And then, you know, of course, some other stuff, you know, but it was it was, uh, yeah, it was a little surprising. I think we had like a big hit with Dragon Ball Super, you know, but then, but then stuff like that only lasts about a week. And that's, you know. and
1: that's so niche, you know, like right. even though it got, you know, it's 20 million opening. It was like, hello. I mean, that's a great opening for an anime right. specifically. But I mean, that's Dragon Ball fans. That's not going to be get other people to the movies you know that's not gonna exactly, be like yeah. a top gun to get a wide range of folks Then it's gonna be dragon ball fans period
0: <laughs> yeah
1: and i don't know i this part of me wonders you know they're pushing for black adam so hard in damn october for whatever reason i don't know but we kind of dropped black adam you could have a superhero movie in august where there's literally no competition like nothing i mean what's it gonna compete against beast
0: Yeah, and they could have. That's the issue, too, is that they could have released something here that would have helped, you know, this month, because this month has been really rough. So,
1: yeah, looking at all of this, even through now, even Barbarian. I mean, these Mm -hmm. are all mid to low budget films that didn't get good marketing campaigns. You know, they got very minimal marketing, Mm -hmm. and they're successful for what they are. But, you know, like I said earlier, we had three weeks. This first time in three weeks, any movie has even made ten million dollars. Yeah, that's that's actually like that is pandemic level.
0: Like that's that's what I'm saying. It's like it's reminding me. I remember every week I was looking at the list, and I'm like, damn, this reminds me of when we were doing box office early last year. This is like this. These are the numbers that was coming out. Like ten million, we'll celebrate. Oh man, ten million! So movie got you know, and then we'll go. We'll drop all the way down to four million, then three, then two. And then eventually we're in the thousands. So,
1: I'm wondering if even something like Lightyear could have moved here.
0: Maybe, maybe and done something a
1: little bit better because it doesn't really have a big summery vibe either. Lightyear, maybe one
0: of movies. those movies that was like in that kind of cluster of movies coming yes. out. Maybe like an Elvis, something different. An Elvis.
1: Know. I'm actually shocked. Elvis could have played really well because this is a good time to get like that adult movie. That is a sleeper hit. Usually, August is a good time to hit the older adult audience with a movie that does really well. And Elvis, you know, did well where it was, but I wonder could it have pushed even a little further if it had been released in a time where there was nothing else to watch.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. I guess when it comes to this, to September uh seeing what gets released i think what do we have coming up september september right now uh this week uh we have clerks three which is doing that weird kind of release um and yeah. then of course we have pearl and the woman king um i don't see big releases for those two honestly um yeah if i, I had, had to guess like maybe pearl i can see like another 3 million 4 million a mm. 24 and then The Woman King, I don't know. I can see it going to, like, maybe, like, 12 or 13.
1: Yeah, I'm I, I honestly I didn't know this like movie was coming out this soon. That's what I was hoping. It's 10 to 15 yeah. is, is my goal for The Woman King.
0: I, I honestly didn't realize it was coming out this soon. Like, cause I, I feel like I just started seeing the trailer, um, yeah. and it's already out. And then we saw the first reaction that TIFF. So I was like, okay, we have a couple of months for uh The Woman King, or at least a couple of weeks. But, no, it's this week. So... Yeah yeah i don't know we'll see it not it doesn't really feel good though Um uh, then the fault next week we have don't worry darling which that is a very interesting release
1: we'll see i mean it's been <laughs> so controversial that i honestly would not be surprised if it just popped up
0: because <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: everybody knows about it now
0: <laughs> yeah i um that is a very very interesting release because it's been so right now it's been kind of quiet for it because you know the last big thing from it was everything that was going on in venice you know um oh with the quote-unquote spitgate you know and all that stuff uh florence which they P- which they debunked but then you know florence pew and all that stuff so i mean we'll see what happens i feel like if this movie came out like last week it would have done crazy but let's see what happens see, as we get. That's another one.
1: That's another one that could have just moved yeah. up
0: a month. So yeah, exactly. I agree. So we'll we'll see what happens on the twenty third. Um, if it was up to me, I would have put. I would have put. Don't worry, darling. Like last weekend, and then I would have put smile in its place. Because Smile and Bros are going after each other on the on the thirtieth, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm
1: excited for Bros. Um, I am I too. I heard good things. That trailer maybe is overstaying its welcome to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. um, I'm excited for it. I think it looks fun. Uh, so hopefully that does well. I think that could be like a little sleeper, like you know, again not a huge number hit, but. Um, you know, kind of like one of those raunchy comedies that sticks around. That's what I'm hoping for, at least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then we have Smile, which I know what it's doing. It's trying to like capitalize on the early end for Halloween. You're right, when is right that now. damn Nun movie coming out?
0: The Nun? Not, oh, you talking the about nun, the uh, but
1: the one where she does exorcisms? The Devil
0: life. movie that actually yeah, where her like...
1: mom was possessed and now the possession's coming after her. Um,
0: I don't see it. I. October? The, it was something about, what is it? The devil is something. <laughs> something like that. What the fuck is that shit called? Oh, I just watched a trailer yesterday. I um, what? I don't even see anything in October, though.
1: See, that's what I'm talking about. I've oh, seen Pray that for the Devil,
0: October 28th. October.
1: Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So there we I go. I it was coming out that it's late. something.
0: It's something, I guess.
1: Okay. Because so. uh, I feel like I've seen that trailer way more than I've seen stuff for, like, Barbarian um i, I feel like no, I've, I've seen, seen smile trailer. a thousand smile times a that
0: trailer yeah. it used to be <laughs> so cool because i love the ending of it but like i've seen it a thousand times now now it's and like, now
1: they're do- they actually advertised the early screening like the early showing why'd
0: you uh, do that why'd you do that <laughs> i was like
1: i was like oh hey i was watching uh, I'm the from trailer from and they were like
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was watching the trailer they were like yeah makes you can be someone who sees it early and i was like why would you
1: <laughs> it was shocking. I, I've never seen them advertise those early access like showings that they do.
0: It's and like when we saw the sudden. Batman, and we were just like, they were advertising that IMAX thing. I was like, what are you doing? You know,
1: like, so. don't let the people know. We trying to. Get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah, so we'll see with Smile. I don't know. Um, I know they're trying to capitalize on that early stuff, but mm-hmm. we'll see how that works. I I agree. I think don't worry, darling should probably have gone up to August because it doesn't need to be a September release for any reason. I mean, I guess it's kind of spooky-ish. Like, it's trying to play up, like, this Stepford-wise kind of thriller aspect. You have, like, Florence Pugh wrapping her head in, like, cellophane and shit in the trailer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it it gives, like, a little horror vibes, but the trailer is very kind of thriller horror-ish, so... I mean, we'll see what happens, but I feel like I know how that movie's going to end. I'm don't. staying. Uh, yeah, well, it, it it's giving me the end of Antebellum vibes. <laughs> like, where that, well, like, you know how the setting looks like it's like the 60s? I feel like, I don't know, it's going to be something weird, like all oh, the women were drugged and they were brought to yeah. this setting of like the 60s and they're going to get I'm out. Thinking? What
1: Right now, though as we're talking about August just being a barren wasteland. What? Just at what a missed opportunity Disney and Twentieth Century had putting prey straight to Hulu. Oh,
0: that would like, have been a great August release. Drop yeah. that
1: you see there is nothing in August. Like
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely a, uh, Nothing.
1: What would yeah. have it had hurt to just drop prey into said, movie theaters in
0: August? <laughs> that could have been Damn. right there in uh yeah, it could I have at least been a
1: moderate hit. I, I mean, agree with you, yeah. So many of us were like, damn, I wish I could have seen this in a movie theater. <laughs> this Me? I was like, man,
0: listen, my TV's nice. I got, a, I got a nice little sound bar, but I would have loved seeing that in theaters. Great shots for the theater, too, you know?
1: And those trailers could have cut up. Yeah, that would have been one. I really think they missed a good opportunity there to just make some extra cash because the rest of us were like, damn. Uh, there ain't nothing to watch, and I think people would have came out for a predator movie, even though that last one was terrible.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, um, all right. So, any other big stories? I guess from uh, August. I mean, for I mean, mean? for uh, the summer. Of the course, big one, Top Gun. obviously,
1: we talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Top Gun uh, has become the fifth highest grossing domestic movie of all time. It just passed Black Panther to become number five ever
0: Which in the U.S. Really.
1: You know. Which is nuts. I mean, I don't think it has enough legs to catch Avatar, which is the next one it would have to pass up at $760 million. But mm-hmm. $705 million just in the U.S. alone is madness. Um, and $1.4 worldwide? I mean, we talked about it. We were way under. I mean, we... Really, oh, we're off on this oh, one. This is our want. big myth of the year. <laughs> I do not because... want
0: to talk about our our predictions for Top Gun Maverick. I think we both said like, oh yeah. yeah I mean, you know? <laughs> I just,
1: I mean, I'm still kind of baffled. And now, it's breaking records on like, uh, streaming and stuff, <laughs> like on how much it's selling on do Apple you, and all that.
0: Do you remember where we were? Like, we were like, uh, I was like, Larry, Box Office Pro has Top Gun Maverick. Over hundred million. You were like, "What?" And I was like, like "Yeah." I was like, oh,
1: for the three day. Okay, I could see that for the holiday weekend. Okay, no, that was for yeah. the three day. That was for the regular <laughs> we were weekend.
0: Like, we were both like, "What?" No, it was like $60 million, 50 million and that shit opened to one twenty six, I mean, and we were just... flummoxed. We were like, "What?" So, and then the movie goes on. It just keeps like, if you go to the week by week, this is this is honestly insane the legs that it had, it went from 126 three-day from Memorial Day weekend, then the 164-day, which is crazy, 164-day, you know? And then you go into the next weekend, drops only 28%, $90 million. Next weekend, only 42%, $51 million. The next weekend, only 13.9%, $44 million. What? <laughs> I, was... I mean, these the after that, yeah,
1: we had a thirteen percent drop. There's a twelve percent drop in here, it's ridiculous. And then from its eighth weekend on, it hasn't dropped more than twenty percent. Like it's twenty, sixteen, eighteen, sixteen. It went up point two percent. Sixteen twenty went up twenty seven percent. What movie? I think this is like uh, uh, what movie jumps back to first place in its fifteenth weekend of release
0: oh my god it was it was it's ridiculous the legs and the just amount of like just the amount of interest between this in this movie i don't even understand like we're talking all ages all ages like when 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 we say oh yeah this movie's for the family like this this was the family movie of the year like it just did not lose any steam and even we're in what it's 16th weekend and it, and it and it's in the number four spot. I mean, say what you yes. want, want about August, but it's still in the number four spot.
1: And it's still, like we said, it's pushing up. It was just last weekend that it passed Black Panther to become yeah. the fifth biggest release ever in the U.S. Like, and, that is insane. And last I, weekend I, it was
0: fighting Spider-Man for number one. Ridiculous.
1: I mean, these numbers are absolutely madness and uh and as i said now it's breaking the records for digital release like it's people are buying it like crazy now that it's on digital release i can't wait Uh, to watch
0: it again when the when the blue when the 4k comes out so i
1: got the i'm i'm getting the steelbook but Mm -hmm. i did not buy no damn digital okay of course i'll I'll wait for the physical and some of of these people are like nah I can buy it again, so they're
0: planning no, no, on double dipping,
1: buying a digital and buying a physical because they just need to see it again. If I were to need to see it again, I'll just go back to the theater. Yeah, just That's go back. Point. But just I, I, the damn
0: movies. <laughs> I'm excited to watch it again. I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna get this. You said it's a steel book. All right. So yeah, they add. got a steelbook. They've the got, book. of course, the 4K and stuff. Course, I just,
1: yeah. I, I, you know, some movies just have a magic that are kind of unexplainable. And that's kind of how I feel with this. It really just, I think people needed escapism in a way that superhero movies don't even really offer. They needed, you know, and I think maybe there was a sense of superhero fatigue this year specifically with even people who love it. You know, even us who love superhero movies, but now we've got the shows and all that. All the geeks like us are like, Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." And I think this just, came at the perfect time where everyone needed to escape. We're coming out of madness. You know, mm-hmm. the world is shit. <laughs> yeah. And it just offered nonsense that you didn't have to think about at all. You just watch well executed action on the big screen and have a good time and be uplifted. And I I really think that's what it boiled down to with this. It's a well executed film that, you know, it's not shit of course because so if it's bad even if it's escapism it's kind of hard to do this you know but it's good it's it was fun to watch it was fun to experience with a, a full theater packed when i went because this had that early access to and me and my grandma went and she's mm-hmm. in like a motorized wheelchair so we're mm-hmm. always in that little wheelchair row people bought this empty spaces for the wheelchairs and just had a folding out chair that they sat in to watch this movie at that early access. I, I have never seen people do that before. Oh my God. Like it was madness. And so <laughs> I have never oh seen God. people pull that before. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It just struck that chord. I know people love that original top gun. Like they have that nostalgia, but I'm, I'm still kind of baffled by it. Like I still don't no, really for 100%, understand.
0: I'm... I'm befuddled by it because we don't see it. And it's like, I, I can't coming out of it. I can't imagine Paramount has to, I don't care if like they, the plan was just to come back and they have to jump on this because I know that, you know, when we see movies, this successful, we're always like, Oh, Hey, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't like, Kind of force a sequel, but come on, like this movie is at 700 million dollars right now, and it has no right to be that high. Um, (laughs) you have to do something, just something, you gotta do
1: something,
0: and it's still in 3,000 theaters. The
1: thing is, with this movie, it did what you needed to do, too. Yeah. Like, yes, of course, we came for Tom Cruise, and he was the main character, and, you know, crazy Tom Cruise with his crazy-ass stunts and mm-hmm. all of that mess. But it it endeared us to these younger characters, the Miles Teller and all these people. It mm-hmm. endeared us to them. You liked the new characters that they brought on board. So you can go with them, too. Like, if Tom Cruise is like, look... I don't know which I don't know why He would be either I mean he comes Back for every Mission Impossible film Why would he not come back for another Top Gun film I don't know maybe he feels his Character's arc is finished I Don't know but uh because they haven't Really signed him on or anything mm-hmm. But you have interesting characters that Everyone liked that are Outside of Tom Cruise that we would easily Like I would I would watch another movie To to just be with these young kids As long as they're gonna do the Stunts like Tom did <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. And they that did him be...
1: here. I mean, they did him in this movie, so why not?
0: Yeah, for me, as long as they do like this, like I just think, I think they have to jump on top. Of that's it the because, key.
1: That's the other key is it's Tom yeah. Cruise, but also what he brings. If they hadn't been able to capture those flying sequences like they did, because that I mean, say what you will, the, that's part of the magic of what Tom Cruise brings to your film by doing the insane stunts that he does on his mm-hmm. own is you're able to capture those amazing flight sequences that you got in Top Gun Maverick. Like the third act is just so amazing because of how you're able to film it. And so, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. It's shit. They could even put something on damn Paramount plus as like a spinoff. Movie or series or something—I don't know. They got oh, yeah. it. I mean, they're not. box they're not
0: office, something you to, for this box office, it has to be theaters again, and you have to do the same strategy in releasing it on Memorial Day, and just see if you have like a tradition thing with this movie because I can't, ima- I just can't imagine not, not like you know, capitalizing on this success, and we're gonna see uh, to when it comes to next year's Oscars too. We're gonna see how much. This box office kind of means to the movie as well because it's just going to be very interesting to see what happens, you know. I know
1: they like to shy away from popular songs these days, there's yeah. always a pop, but I mean, come on, if that Lady Gaga song is in a lock, at least yeah. for a nomination for best original song, the Academy would be stupid. Like- I agree.
0: You I know, know
1: so. for this huge story, you got Lady Gaga to come and perform. Like, come on now. That would just be stupid. <laughs> like, um, that's one nomination it should have in the bag. Probably sound design it should heavily oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and visual effects, all that kind of stuff. This is another year where we're like, stunts hello Oscars we've been screaming it from the top of our lungs for how many years you need a stunt category at your damn show Mm -hmm. and I think Top Gun Maverick is just another like beacon of that hello this should be a (laughs) shoe-in right now for best stunts at the Oscars but I I don't know I wonder if they will take the Jurassic World route because I think they were always planning a trilogy for Jurassic World but I don't think anyone was expecting that first Jurassic World to do the absolutely insane box office numbers that it did. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of just spiraled from there. Um, But that was universal. Like we always make fun. Warner Brothers, if they were in Top Gun, there would be 12 spinoffs already announced. Like... (laughs) Maybe canceled after Discovery came on board. We don't know. <laughs> but Warner Brothers is so damn reactionary. If they had had Top Gun Maverick, each one of the random side characters, Jennifer Connolly, would have a romance uh, show on Paramount Plus <laughs> already announced. Like it would just be out of this world. But that's
0: what, yeah. If, yeah, I think, I just think, yeah, I think they got to capitalize on it 100%. So,
1: and this year, um, Illumination whooped. Pixar and the box office battle, hard oh, with
0: minions, right? It was, it was, <laughs> oh my god,
1: <laughs> I mean, Lightyear, who uh, minions,
0: <laughs> which is insane because I, I 100% think that they just presumed it's Buzz Lightyear, it's Toy Story, and then it just kind of just did what it did, it didn't like it didn't flop or anything, but it just did what it did it didn't it didn't move anything at all
1: and it kind of came and went uh not really it's crazy
0: because when we were predicting that movie we were expecting like we were expecting the big massive like a hundred and something million dollars for that movie you know and And that's not what we got
1: minions got that number
0: (laughs) yeah so
1: it's just i mean those movies they know how to market their movies uh i know a lot of people were t- kind of thinking maybe Jurassic World Dominion would be a flop. It's on the cusp of another billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, even with its kind of meh reception, the Jurassic franchise continues to just be sellable. Uh, yeah, <laughs> We're always down for some dinos, I guess, because it keeps that one as another success. We did mention we kind of wish it had dropped in August, but Baz Luhrmann's Elvis is another win for kind of older audiences. It's made mm-hmm. 150 million at the domestic box office, which is a really strong number, and then 282 million worldwide. So for a, a biographical drama that also is like what three hours, almost two hours and 40 minutes, uh, I think that's a really good little success story.
0: Let's see, what else i i think there was what, what i think there was uh going back to that weekend with the black phone and elvis again and we had top gun maverick doing well i think some of those are really big stories another one yeah. i would call it a big story but like i just think dc super pet league of super pets is a movie that really just really kind of underperformed here um you know i just feel like they were kind of expecting a lot more than what we got and uh yeah, it kind of just, it came out and then it just kind of just fizzled, fizzled out, you know, and for the I rest think, of the summer.
1: I think they were really trying to capitalize on that, like, illumination style, you know?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: It really seemed like they were trying to illumination their film, like a Sing movie or the mm-hmm. pets, uh, secret life of pets, uh, even with that same humor type as well. And they just did not catch it. They did not market their film well enough. Uh, They are no illumination, that's for sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the the only... I mean, it was really a pre-summer. Morbius is like the big flop of the year so far. I mean, I guess we could kind of... Even this is like April. Like most of the flops, I think, came out like April. There hasn't really been a huge flop this summer that I can... Mm. Quite, were you
0: expecting a lot more for uh for nope
1: i think nope is in a weird place like it's not bad it's another one kind of like light year yeah in a lot of yeah ways, where
0: yeah
1: it's not bad it's certainly not a flop but right now it's sitting at 165 million worldwide mm-hmm. um especially coming off of you know a lot of people didn't love us like they loved to get out but us box office wise went crazy like it had huge numbers and nope cost a lot more money than his first two films did um
0: which is like i um, (sighs) am i thought after us he was a name that people were just okay you it's official you you say the name jordan pill and you're good for you're good for like 60 mil and what happened with nope like it's just like Lightyear, like you said, it's not, it's no way near of a bot of like a flop or anything. And it's an original IP and it came out with 44 million. I think what, I think what, what Nope differs when it comes to us and get out is that Nope, it like it, what the, 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 uh, the concept wasn't as original. Like the thing, when you watch the movie, obviously there's like really new ideas and themes but the concept of just a straight up alien movie is not as interesting as like a get out concept or like a us's concept where you're like your doppelgangers are like running you know what i mean like that those those concepts just seemed way more out of the ordinary and then when you watch the trailers for nope it's more like a, okay it's an alien that's it you know it it wasn't it wasn't like a oh it's you know, like when you watch the movie, it's a lot of, you know, cool concepts and themes, of course, of course, especially when you go to the, you know, the Jordy stuff and all of that. Yeah. And then the ending with Nope. you know, but then the trailers and the marketing is just it was, it, you know, it's a it's an alien flick, you know, um, and I think that's what I think. So I think it, whatever his fourth movie is, um, it'll be interesting to see if the concept is what can get people back into like. Because you got to realize, like, uh, like Get Out—it's not like Get Out opened crazy, but yeah. over time, it just be—it became like a phenomenon, and Get Out is what led to the insane opening for us, like us opened to like eighty something million dollars, you know, which is crazy. And, um, I and then when you go in,
1: the horror. At, yeah, I think the horror lean of us sold mm-hmm. better than the horrory sci-fi right. themes of of Nope. I think that's kind of a big thing, too, is people were kind of like, oh, okay, this is... I mean, they're, they were still trying to sell it kind of scary. And, I mean, it definitely has horror-y aspects when you're mm-hmm. watching the film. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I just wonder if people are like, oh, no, this... I don't know. What is this?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's what it... Because, like, uh, I mean, I, I, I remember when... Anytime a Jordan Peele movie comes out, like, my entire family is asking me about it, and they're asking me, you know, like, when Us came out, I remember, like like I saw it I remember seeing that 3 times when it came out that weekend because I saw it obviously opening night with Alex and then then I saw it on Saturday with my mom and then my my cousins and aunts they wanted to go on Sunday so we all went on Sunday again um and I just didn't feel that for nope you know I don't know why I just didn't really feel that same kind of hype for nope and it resulted in like an okay box office and it's okay to say that it's it was an okay box office i was expecting a lot more for nope than what happened you know i was ex- if you go back to our shows we were both kind of predicting oh okay like 60 something million maybe close to 70 you know the jordan Peele name clearly has something but has weight behind it and stuff but uh yeah it just kind of opened and it kind of moved along you know same with Lightyear.
1: And then I do have one, sorry, the big actual flop of the summer has to go to 3,000 Years of Longing oh, from yeah. George Miller. You know, this is his first film after Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, that
0: was tough, yeah. It was
1: a $60 million budget, and so far to date, it's made $9 million worldwide. So yeah. that that's the flop <laughs> of the summer. Just... Uh, i think we were all hoping i Mm. think the studio was hoping it would maybe be uh, an awards contender but it's gotten like a blah kind of response all the way around and fans just nobody cared they just Mm. let it fly on by no fanfare
0: yeah so oh man i forgot about that movie and that kind of that was another movie that was out for that three dollar thing and, I was and like, everybody Listen.
1: still said, Nothing. Yeah,
0: because I asked. I was like, Listen, is that good? Like, what's going on here? Like, is it good? <laughs> Should I? And I think you personally, if you say you don't like something, I'm just like, All right, you know. But then I have friends like Colby. If Colby tells me I I hated it, i would be like, All right, okay, I'll probably go see it. You know, but, <laughs> but if it's like you, I'm like, Okay, he didn't like it. All right, so. Maybe. I'll say it. Oh, um, it, it just looks like a... It, I don't know. I don't want to talk. Uh, we'll see. At least but, um, it's under
1: two hours. That's like the good thing. Because if that it, kind it of film looks like gone a, over two... I was, that's ooh. why
0: I was going to see... I thought... I was like, that movie looks like a three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. But um, it's not. It feels God, like so.
1: three hours when you're watching it, though. Oh, man. Well, that's the problem.
0: <laughs> well, all right, everyone. I guess that's it for <laughs> this weekend's box office report. So, thank you guys all for listening, as always. Really appreciate it. Uh, Larry, let everyone know if they can follow you.
1: Yeah, you can find me over at Chili Boy YT on Twitter and Chili Boy Productions on Instagram and YouTube.
0: All right. And you can follow me on Twitter at cinemaniac 94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemane World. That is it, everyone. Uh, Schedule wise for this week so far, um, I think tomorrow. Well, tonight's going to be Throne Watch. Larry's going to be hosting again because I got to play a little bit of catch up. So Larry's hosting that tonight for Throne for to- for uh, for tomorrow. It'll be released tomorrow. Throne Watch and uh, tomorrow are- we have the Emmys. Oh, like,
1: well, hello. <laughs>
0: the Emmys are tomorrow, and it's on a Monday night. Okay, so oh. the MD- Emmys are tomorrow. So I believe maybe we can try to do like a Tuesday Cinemania World to recap the Emmy Awards so stay tuned for that, you know, that's out of nowhere, but um, yeah, that's it right now, of course, we'll try to have some reviews for uh, The Woman King and Pearl, we'll see how they kind of play out, but that is it everyone, thank you guys for joining us, my name is Dwayne, that was Larry, we'll talk to you guys soon.